Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, Resnaculous Edition. Yeah! It's another mini episode, y'all. We're back here to fill that void of silence with some type of noise for you. Let's get loud! Here we are. <laughs> I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Dee Peters! There she is. She's super hyped this evening. I'm I don't, so hyped. My goodness. Wow, all that all that being at home energy is just getting you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two whole days of like working from home with you. That's so. right. That's right. It's a it's a whole new world for me. You know, I used to watch Lost and I think about like how cool it would be to be in the um, you know, the hatch. Mm. With uh, you know, where old boy was living. Oh no. Yeah. Where um oh no. Oh no, what was his name? I keep wanting was... to say Darwin. No, and I want to say Drake, but yeah. that wasn't it. It no. was um It was not an Uncharted game. No, it could Clark. Have been. Clark. Maybe. Was it Clark? We're gonna go with Clark. Yeah, I think it was. So yeah, it's it's not like that at all. Um, because he didn't have access to the internet to see all the cool stuff he was missing out on. Let me tell you what a what a what a hating hating platform Facebook is right now <laughs> because you you go on there and they give you the on this day memory thing mm-hmm. and it's like on this day you were out in the sunshine mm-hmm. just carousing That's the streets right. having a great time That's right. with your hood rat friends <laughs> here you are looking drunk <laughs> you had a little bit too much whatever remember when you were on a plane remember you know <laughs> you weren't even in the city you're in you were far far away from home yes. you know what i need to shut that down because that is just like <laughs> killing the vibe exactly you know? right. so <laughs> we know the vibe i miss that shit me too i miss it me too yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about some other stuff to try to take folks minds off of things yes of course it's gonna circle back to the uh, current situation in our world today because it's so unique it 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 needs to be discussed mm-hmm. in some way shape or form so it's going to circle back but we're going to also diverge away from that a little bit mm-hmm. so one thing that I saw um, on, on Twitter this week and I wanted to get your opinion on this D mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about Hawaiian Punch? I like Hawaiian Punch okay. a lot okay. um, I just have to get like a I, I need to have a taste for it to have it I can't just it's not something that I'm trying to keep in the house all the time. <laughs> there was a um, a hashtag trending on Twitter a few days ago, Hawaiian Punches Over Party, where people started to reminisce about how they'd had high punch, uh, high, punch high punch, Hawaiian Punch, <laughs> not high chew, Hawaiian Punch <laughs> over the years. And it did not quench their thirst. In fact, it made them thirsty. Yes, yes, because there was a slick of sugar that was still left on your tongue Preach after yeah. <laughs> drinking some. It's it's legit. Yeah, <laughs> like you go in, you take it to the head, and it's like, man, why am I still thirsty? Yep, you yep. can't figure it out. Like when I got to a certain age, I don't want to give up on the Hawaiian punch. <laughs> I had I I liked the taste of it, so yeah. I kept going back for more. I had to dilute it. With a little bit of water, yes, just yes. to cut it, you know. That that you know what I really do believe that that's the way that it's supposed to be drank, mm. honestly. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, for me, for me, Hawaiian Punch came out to me, yeah, in the nineties mm. and maybe late eighties, super late eighties, and that was a time when it was all like 
we're marketing to kids, right. so let's give them full-blown sugar, over-blasted <laughs> with sugar and colors that are super bright, and it's going to look like fun when you drink it, and then the next thing you know, you are like just shriveled up in yeah. a corner someplace, just begging for somebody to come and shed a tear on you, <laughs> or to spit on you, or, so, or to oh, hand no. you a cup of water, something, because you were just... Fucked up. Now, do you remember the uh, the old Hawaiian punch flavors that they used to have? Like, they didn't just have the fruit punch. They had a lot of different other flavors that went with it as well. I do remember a few of the other flavors, but, like, the ones that are reaching, that are really, like, coming to mind right now are just that green one. Oh, yeah. The green one was good. One. Yeah. The green one was the guava. No, no. The green one was, yeah, it was Greenberry Rush. Ugh. So then they had Polar Blast, which is blue. Oh, they no. They had White Water Wave, which oh, was like a pina colada. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why would any kid, why would any child want yeah. a pina colada flavored drink? <laughs> Get them like, started early, you know? Oh, no, no. But legit, they used to have like pina colada flavored like soda and, and, and different pop and juices really? growing up. Yeah, they used to have that. I, I really didn't Like there was that. always like a white flavor and it was like coconut and, and, and pineapple. Oh God! Like there were a lot of pops. I didn't, I didn't drink a whole lot of like like <laughs> little white looking pops. Like little hugs and big hugs. Yeah, uh, the only ones I remember out of those mm-hmm. are the red one. Yeah, and I do mean red. There's yes. no flavor yes. to this. There's There's no discernible flavor to any of these. Blue <laughs> and the purple ones. Yeah, that purple. That's it. That was key. Yes, that purple was key. Yes. So yeah, Hawaiian punch was trending for that reason, and then also. It makes you wonder, too, like, okay, so did you ever have Hawaiian punch that came in, like, that tin can? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, you had to puncture that bitch. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> How did you open it? Because a lot of people didn't know the trick. Oh, my God. It was just, like, you had to have, okay, the houses that I yes. lived in yes. usually had older people in there. Ah, so they knew. So they had, like that tool that puncture tool yeah. that could easily just skewer your hand uh-huh. um and you just had to pop it open just right. you just it was like a it was just it was a can opener yeah it was but a it can would opener. Like a, a triangle in either exactly. side exactly and people were it. like oh you know i didn't know about the dual puncture i just punctured it once oh no you had to do it you had to do dual <laughs> and then some people just had straight up just like a whole like topless can in the fridge what? which just sounds nasty Oh, because no. all the other fridge particles are <laughs> congregating in your Hawaiian punch, unless you put some like type of cellophane on top of it or something. Oh my god! Or a plate, I don't know, See, something. Nah, you gotta put nah. something on top of it to guard the punch. No, it, th- th- so I guess in in the houses that I grew up, <laughs> if you were puncturing that can, mm-hmm. you were finishing that can. The that whole day, can that day. Oh, it was oh. for it was for many people to, okay. to have. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just. Oh, I feel like. Having a little bit of personal refreshment yeah. and just puncturing open a big ass can right, of like Hawaiian punch and just gluck, gluck, gluck. No, that's not happening. That was, that shit was kind of expensive. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. No. Oh, yes. That wasn't looking good at all. So, yeah, Hawaiian punch, good times, good mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember Hawaiian Punch. It was it was great. I, I was more of a Five Alive man myself, though. Five Alive. Yes. Oh my God. Now, they don't make that anymore. Oh, I haven't even heard that in a long time. Five Alive, baby. It, it tasted like the most like fruitiest of fruit punches. Oh, like yeah. it actually had like real fruit. 
flavor. Right, right. And not just like, oh, you put a little droplet of apple yes, in there. Yes, yeah, a, a fruit punch. Apple. It's a fruit punch. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 no. I got one for you. Yeah. Got one for you. Okay. The one that I remember the most from my childhood, be- mm-hmm. and it's only because it made me feel like an adult when I had it, Boku. Boku. Boku juice box was meant for adults. And I was like, yeah, I'm an adult at like six <laughs> or seven years old. Like, mm, yeah, I have all these, you know, palettes that I can use. <laughs> I can use at, at, you know, seven and eight years old. I am a distinguished flavorist. Like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I was I so just trying between, to be too grown. I can tell the difference between a white grape and a regular, you know, red oh, grape. Oh, yes. Yes. Your you Concord know. grape. Yes. Oh, Oh, no. no, there's there's a massive difference in unctuousness and color and yeah. the amount of actual grape skin used in the actual juice, <laughs> yeah, you know, things like that. Now, see, they missed a, a golden Bullshit. opportunity. Yes, <laughs> they missed a golden opportunity to have the uh, the Boku commercial with like the kids on the playground taking out their lunch, you know, and some of them have like high C juice boxes. Some of them got Capri Sun. And then you just get like, you know, the 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 butler comes up and says, your lunch, sir. And he takes it off the, you know. The, Thank you, Winston. He just takes off the like the uh, the steel dome off of the tray. Oh, yes, and yes. it's just like a crustless PB&J sandwich <laughs> and a Boku. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, sir. Anything less would be uncivilized, you know. <laughs> For this eight-year-old, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then you know, after the camera stops rolling, that little eight-year-old just gets beat to <laughs> the street, just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Poor little Poindexter kid, just curb stomp. But you know what? He had his Boku. So he's got the strength That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah, that was the last that was the last (laughs) regal moment of his life. That was the last vestige of of pride (laughs) that he had. Poor poor Poindexter. Everyone will remember him for his Boku taste. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not a cookie, mother. It's a fig newton. (laughs) Oh my god. This is so good. So good. All right. So um (laughs) <laughs> what shall we talk about next? Let's talk a little bit about a show that you introduced me to or, you know, a web series that you introduced me to. It's been on for years and years and years. I'm sure everybody knows about it by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hot Ones. Yeah. Yeah. So Hot Ones is, why don't you explain what Hot Ones is? So Hot Ones, Hot Ones. started off as just an interview, like just an a, a interviewing vehicle. Um, where this this guy he just kind of asked stars to come on or notable people to come on Sean Evans, onto yeah. his show and just sit down and have a really a really in depth interview um, with like really odd questions, bizarre questions that come from way deep out of left field, um, but are still very interesting and make good just you know conversational you know fodder pretty much yeah. Um, and it's all being done while eating hot wings. And <laughs> <laughs> as the questions keep going, the wings get hotter and hotter and hotter. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's fun. It's fun to watch. <laughs> so we talked about those um, being boozled a few episodes back with the varying degrees of hotness you know mm. we should do a spinoff like that oh, hot beans no hot beans hot beans oh, where we interview somebody and just you know 
both imbibe in a hotter and hotter jelly bean as the interview continues. Oh, man. <laughs> man, we got to invest in Tums immediately. Man. So what was your favorite interview on the show? Um, They've done so many at this point. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's super hard to say because, like, like I mean, I know I really enjoyed... Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the one with uh, with uh, Idris Elba. Oh yeah, well like, his reactions were amazing because <laughs> he tried to be cool. He really was just trying to be just easy and, and chill with it, and then all of a sudden he had one wing that made him start coughing, and it was over. Oh yeah, from that point on, it was over. He was like, "The fuck?" Yes, exactly. The fuck is this man? Like in his British accent, it's great. It's great. Um, I also really liked um, Jack Black, Jack Black, and uh, his partner. Oh, uh, Kyle Gass. Kyle Gass. That was yeah. a very good one. Yeah, that was. Um, and then there's our guy. Last one, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's our guy from Star Wars. Oh, Patrick uh, Stewart. No, 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 no. Um, Finn. Finn. Finn from Star Wars. From Star. Oh, from Star Wars. I'm, oh my God! I'm losing oh my all God. my geek cred. Oh, oh no, man! Wow! Um, all my geek cred is gone. Okay, because I, I said Patrick Stewart. Like, oh yeah, you know Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my God. Uh. This is so bad. This is horrible. Um. Trying to find his damn name. John Boyega. John Boyega. Okay. He was a good one too, but he's just another. He's another black British dude mm-hmm. that is just giving us some insight, different insight into the world of acting for him in America. Yeah. So it's just it's it's, it's a it's a flavor change. I sure. like it. I liked I, it. I like it too. I, I enjoyed. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. Okay. He was fantastic. Was great. He was hanging, like, he was telling stories the whole time. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really, like, hesitating at all. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, of course, um, Paul Rudd. Of course. With the look at us. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> he did such a great job with that. And he was, and he's so down to earth, like, you can tell, you can tell that he is that guy that yeah. is not a part of social media at all. Right. That's right. pretty cool. So yeah, they've had a lot of good interviews on there. I I I don't want to like diss it or anything. Like it, it's a great format. It's a mm-hmm. great idea. Mm-hmm. I hope he continues doing it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I did not like the game show. Yeah, because it falls into that same trope that the Lego Masters show falls into, yeah. where it's like they get a stereotype of competitor, mm-hmm. where it's like you're gonna fit into this particular shape and mm-hmm. you can be on the show if not no right you got to be wild you got to be out you got to be wild and out right. wild and out you got to be nick cannon mm-hmm. I knew it was and coming. then you can be on the show uh, <laughs> god do we want this you guys no. no 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 i don't i don't even understand i don't really understand why it became a game show i mean i, I apparently there has to be some kind of evolution to the show right right you know just to the interview show yeah. but but I didn't think it would really go to this degree. I think like this was just a little bit too much. Yeah, same. Like I, I thought um, they hit their stride. I think they hit their stride when they started making their own sauces yes. to feature on the show. Right. Because right. they have their own branded sauces now. Mm-hmm. You know, a little dab or whatever they call it. Oh, the, the last dab. The last dab. The last yeah. dab. A little dab. A little dab will do you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so they got all that 
going on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I love the show and I hope it continues. And it's a, it's really interesting to see the celebrities he gets because it's people you wouldn't expect. Exactly. You know, I'm sure he's got some type of like booker that gets him celebrity tie-ins now, but people like Stone Cold, like. Yeah, how the hell? Stone Where'd Cold, that come Steve from? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, I guess in a way it's kind of, I guess this would be kind of in his lane because, I mean, he's a Texan. He yeah. likes spicy food. Sure. So, I mean, I'm sure that he was like, I'm sure he saw an episode of it and was just like, <laughs> okay, this dude show. plays some, he, he asked some really good questions. Let me get up on here and see right. what he's got. So, right, right. So, dipping back into the uh, the um, post-apocalyptic world that we live mm-hmm. in right now. Mm-hmm going to talk a little bit about what we've been doing to get by. So, much like all of you, I'm sure that your quarantine snacks um, are running out because (laughs) we human beings have no portion control whatsoever. Uh, We were talking big talk about them EO Fuzz cookies last week. Them EO Fuzz cookies are gone. Oh my god. Okay, so those are gone. And I mean, we're we're just straight up trying to survive on these Kit Kats, on these mandarin oranges, <laughs> like the the cinnamon toast crunch. We we had to get a new box of that. Thankfully, yep, yep. You had to you had to almost cut a bitch to get those. There's just <laughs> not enough snacks to go around in this world. Toilet no. paper is in short supply, but snacks are in short supply too. Yes. So I, I did put out a question of the day on social media today. I got a few bites on this, uh, but everybody's kind of doing their own thing right now. But my question was. Uh, now that the cupboards have run bare, <laughs> what are you going to, what are you, what are you eating? And a lot of people had a lot of different reactions to it. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said, uh, okay, uh, choose Batman. Once again, hello, choose Batman. Hey. Dried persimmon. Wow. Random Trader Joe's, but they are very sweet. Wow. Dried persimmon. <laughs> Dried persimmon. Ooh. That's interesting. And then Art of Chase, Art underscore of Chase mm-hmm. on Twitter says, we got these generic strawberry Pop-Tarts that taste like dirt. No. Probably because they got dirt in them. <laughs> <laughs> They're busted up inside the package like they got dropped on the floor and then put back on the conveyor belt for packaging. I'm eating those. God dang. And my first thought, Pop-Ems. That's exactly toasted, it. Toasted. That, yep. Toasted pop You know what? Pop-Ems. <laughs> That is the state that I believe Popums are in at all times. Yeah. It, they could be fresh off the damn <laughs> conveyor belt. Yes. They could be, the glue could be just barely drying on the box. The insides are dust. No. They are, they are they're broken up into seven pieces. I'm guaranteed it's just a bag of dough. It's uh, it's part of their production process that they have to like drop kick the box <laughs> once it gets sealed. That's for good luck. That's for good sales. The first box that came off the conveyor belt, John Q. Popham drop kicked the box, you see, and they've been in business ever since. So now every box that comes off the belt is the responsibility oh, of the party running the conveyor belt to drop kick the motherfucker onto the truck. I believe this. John Q. Popham, shout out. To John Q. Poppins. Um Always down to drop them. So, okay. <laughs> always down to drop them. <laughs> Shut them down, open up shop. <laughs> so we got a few more answers on Facebook from Janine Miner. She says, I found a cookies and mint Hershey bar. <laughs> they haven't made those in a couple years. Yes. I have not eaten it yet. I'm saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> well done. Now, do, do that with wine. Exactly. Do that with wine. It's a it's a fine aged like you know what you could you know 
I feel more confident doing that with a mint and cookie Hershey bar than I did with that jerky that we found. Yeah. Because at least with that, it's like it's not rancid meat, possibly. Right. Right. Which, by the way, guys, I'm okay. So I felt like <laughs> maybe I, I was a little too hasty throwing the jerky away. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. You weren't hasty. Okay. You were lucky. All right. That's what that's called. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That uh, definitely had to go. <laughs> and our favorite Pauline. Yeah. She says, uh, chocolate chip morsels are reserved for my niece, but she can't come over so dibs that's what's up <laughs> you know what if there's something in your pantry or refrigerator right now and it is under the uh the embargo of you know this belongs to such and such but they're not coming over because of social distancing for a while you know guess what baby game on right waste not want not. waste not want not Mm-mm. you know Mm-mm. it is it is frugal right to go ahead and dig in to whatever it may be right and when this whole thing lifts you know, go out and get some more. There it's you go. Be cool. It's there gonna be go. all right. Everybody gonna be all right. Right. So there's a lot of different um, food delivery services that are are fighting <laughs> now. Not not fighting per se, but they're they're trying to support us in these in these difficult times. Right. That was diplomatic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a lot of places that are, are limited now to only drive up and delivery. Yes. So Grubhub and DoorDash, they've got your number. Um, they've been doing a great job. We've been using. Uh, Grubhub and DoorDash for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. to varying degrees of success, but mostly positive results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a feature now where they will actually drop it on your doorstep, mm-hmm. you know, with your consent. Yes. They won't just go, you know what, I'm out and just leave. <laughs> you know, even though we've had a bad experience with that years ago. Yes, we did. But we're not going to we're not gonna dwell on that mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so now... Um, We've had a couple of guys who come up, they have on the mask, they have on the gloves, and they'll open up the bag yep. and let you reach in and get your food yourself. That's it. And that's that's cool. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, everybody's meeting each other halfway without meeting each other. So <laughs> that works out. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of uh, restaurants that are offering you know special deals for families and people that are really trying to uh, just continue to be frugal in these times. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance... Um, who is it? Burger King is yeah. offering two free like kids meals. That's right. When you buy a regular price meal uh, through the drive through. Right. Uh, Firehouse Subs is offering a free kids combo with purchase of a medium or large sub. Nice. Uh, Arby's has like a two for six drive through deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a free Junior Frosty in it for you if you go to Wendy's. That's cool. Uh, with every Wendy's drive through order. One of my favorites, though, comes from Popeye's. Oh, man. Popeye's has been killing it with their marketing lately. <laughs> it seems like they've been given a new lease on life ever since that, that chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich hit. They were like, there is gold yes. in these here memes. Yes. So they've been digging the memes for quite some time. So I'm going to read this to you. It's from Chew Boom. And it's uh, titled, here's what you need to know to score a free Netflix login from Popeye's. Oh, my God. Since most everyone is stuck at home. And in need of some entertainment these days, Popeyes is offering a thousand fans a chance to score a free Netflix username and password. The chain is encouraging fans to fried chicken and chill by sharing their username and password with fried chicken fans who post photos of themselves on Twitter enjoying Popeyes by tagging at Popeyes Chicken with the hashtag that password from Popeyes. That's what's up. <laughs> the first thousand fans to post will get a username and password good for one full month of Netflix from Popeyes. That is dope. Fried chicken and chills. So I like this idea. I think it's unique. <laughs> Another unique idea, and this is the one that I was excited to tell you about earlier, but I didn't want to 
tell you until we were on air. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> this one comes out of Portland. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. P- Portland. All yes. right. Portland Strip Club forced to close, so dancers now do deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Portland finds a way. Close down their strip clubs and dancers will do delivery. That's what's happening at Lucky Devil Lounge. The club was forced to close with Governor Kate Brown's mandate to stem the spread of coronavirus. But the order does allow food establishments to offer takeout or delivery. Oh man, you're choking over here. Oh God. And thus was born club owner Sean Bolden's newest business. Wow. Wow. That business is called Wow. Boober Eats. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. The home delivery service in which a pair of scantily clad strippers oh. will deliver hot food to your door <laughs> started as a joke Bolden posted on social media. When people began seriously inquiring about orders, Bolden saw potential. So while the rest of Portland was hoarding toilet paper and pasta, he bought out one local store's stock of pasties. From 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. <laughs> Boober Eats is offering the full menu from the Lucky Devil Lounge at the same prices. Delivery rates are generally $30, but vary depending on distance from the lounge. If someone wants to give us a couple hundred bucks to, to the coast, we'll do it as long as the girls are taken care of, Bolden said. Popular orders include chicken fingers, steak bites, and mini corn dogs. All the calls, people are just giddy and fun, Bolden said. Sometimes it's a surprise for someone. Sometimes it's a birthday. Sometimes it's people that are really stoned. (laughs) Well, that makes all the sense. Yes. All dancers are driven and escorted by a security guard. And there's at least one rule that carries over from the strip club to a pandemic. From the window to the wall. Stop. No touching the dancers. (laughs) No touching the dancers. But social distancing seemed to be a struggle for the women themselves. Oh, no. The club has turned into the headquarters for Boober Eats, and on Friday, it remained full of dancers, delivery drivers, and members of the media. Some of the dancers greeted each other with a hug and took selfies together. For his part, Bolden is providing masks, disposable gloves, and sanitizing wipes. Strippers Mm. are like hairstylists or tattoo artists and that they usually book a space to do their work and are considered independent contractors rather than employees. That means they typically aren't eligible for unemployment benefits. Yep. So And no insurance. Yeah, the article goes on, but yeah. Wow. Uber Eats. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my question to the audience. Yes. And be honest, you guys. Mm-hmm. Have you ever eaten at a strip club? Man. Like... <laughs> so my cuz my my in my head when I heard this story uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like oh okay <laughs> so people are are paying mm-hmm. to have the same the same food items that yes. you can get mm-hmm. made from Tyson yes from a store <laughs> and put into your oven yes for 15 minutes Delivered. Yes, they are. And by strippers. It's the same reason people go to Applebee's. That 
that's plus strippers. Sad. It is. That's 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 kind of sad. Like I mean, I get the, <laughs> I get you know, it's it's okay. It's all you know, cutesy and stuff like that. Sure, it's totally sure. different. It's a different way of you know having delivery yeah. to your home, but um, it, since there's no like since these since these women yes are not employees right they're contractors. Uh-huh. They have a. They still have more freedom to do some things. Ah. Not necessarily the thing. The not thing. not the thing. No. But if if a guy says like, "Hey, you know, thanks for delivering my food. Hey, can we act like my living room is the champagne room? Yeah, and I just slide you a cool hundred bucks, and you just come on through. Yep." What is she really going to be able to say? It's not that's, like she has any rules or regulations that really. That's up to the security her. guard. I mean, it, uh, these guys, yeah, security yeah. guards at these establishments usually are on the payroll of the establishment. Yeah. So they're so they're the employees. They're the employees. Yeah. And they're they're encouraged to mm. keep everything on the straight and narrow. Okay. Whatever that may be. In a given case, I see an open door for pimping However all much, over the place. You know what? We're not even gonna <laughs> like. I just—it's like it's like a big sign just saying "pimps welcome." I mean, Come every every situation is is open to pimping. Oh when you my think about god! It. You think about <laughs> You're it. Right? Library opening. Damn, pimp. You know, pimping books. Yep. Gas station. You pimp never know. That gas. Pimp that gas. <laughs> right. So they're pimping that food. Uber wow. Eats. Shout Uber out to Portland. Eats. I'm Portland, mad about it. Portland knows what they're doing, man. Wait a minute, but Portland, and then also think about like these are scantily clad women oh, that yes. are delivering. In Portland, they're wearing, it's still thirty something degrees out there on the regular. In the video, they're wearing fur coats, but they still have on like just panty booty shorts and that's yeah. trash. But they're getting a ride at least, <laughs> so a ride? that's good. Is that it? Anyway, shout out to Boober Eats. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is amazing you know when americans get bored woo, yep we come we up with bored. some random shit now on the local front um <laughs> wow. people have been concerned about uh you know hand sanitizer shortages Absolutely. and that sort of thing so uh this actually comes from um oh my goodness we just actually just got this from uh I believe Gabby posted this. Mm. They're making a, a Malort hand sanitizer. No. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> Do you enjoy Malort? Have you had Malort? I have not. But I've heard enough horror stories to know that I don't need to. Exactly. I'm the same way. Like, it, it's just not It's just not sounding like much fun at all. It just sounds like... It sounds like Jägermeister to me. <laughs> it sounds like it'll give you the same... The same kind of like, like involuntary regret mm. that um, Jägermeister can easily give to you. But you know what? It's for a good cause in this case. Mm. Malort, as any good Chicagoan knows, already tastes a bit like hand sanitizer. Mm. And now the coronavirus pandemic has willed it into existence. Yes, Malort's hand sanitizer is here. Amid the many Chicago distilleries making hand sanitizer to fight the spread of COVID-19, CH Distillery announced Tuesday it will donate a Malort brand hand sanitizer to local hospitals and clinics beginning next week in a one liter glass bottles. But why Malort? Lord. <laughs> well, they're the distillery. I know, but... So good on them. I mean, yes, yes. I'm glad that they're making it and everything, but... Damn. 
<laughs> no, it's a good thing. It's, it's a, a good great thing. thing. I'm, I'm really, really proud really of them is. for stepping up on a local level and just really filling that void, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I can't be They could mad be at doing them. worse. You know, in times <laughs> of trouble, uh, you know, during during droughts and stuff like that, Budweiser has, has canned water oh, yeah, on occasion, mm-hmm. you know, and they get a little bit of shit for it, too. Like, oh, you guys already do that, haha, you know? Mm. And that's fine, but... Shout out to them. Shout out to Malort. Yeah. You know, trying to step up during these trying times. Yeah, that's speaking of, highly appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> I had to kind of nudge you into that. One. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I come I come from a a perspective of one who has smelled. I've smelled Malort. Oh, my. So I know what it smells like. I just haven't actually tasted it. Yes. And I just think about the smell mm. on the hands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, please just don't let it smell like Malort. <laughs> if it does, it's going to be a problem. Everybody's going to be thinking like, okay, so you just stayed in the house and just got boozy yeah. for the entirety of your quarantine. <laughs> and so I think when this whole thing is over, those glass bottles are going to probably be like collector's items yeah so i'm sure hold I'm on sure. to those if you get one um wow speaking of uh speaking of stepping up to the plate mm. uh we rummaged around mm-hmm. uh our our coffers here <laughs> and found a couple of things that we hadn't tried uh throughout our journey yeah as we're snacking on <laughs> so from an oft uh from a long forgotten <laughs> uh japan crate we have a can of Georgian Emerald Mountain Blend uh, coffee. Coffee drink. Yes. Coffee drink. Yes. yes. Um, so this is pretty much made and distributed in Japan primarily, mm. uh, but you can also find it in Korea. Okay. And it and it seems that this is a uh, this company is actually an offshoot of the Coca Cola company. Oh, okay. So um, drink it hot or cold Ooh. to heat. Put entire can in a pot of hot water for about three minutes. Huh. Canned coffee is a huge market in Japan with many flavor variations and colorful can designs, which it does have the cutest little can, can design. It does. Um, it, it, but, but it, but it, it, there's nothing about it that, that would ever make me think it was coffee. Like, I'm a, I'm a boss coffee <laughs> fan when it comes to those cute little designs and everything like that. Yeah. For, for years, I had on my desk a can of Black Boss. Yes. Because I thought it was funny because, you know, I'm a black boss, you know. <laughs> That's right, baby. So yes, just have people are. come up and know. That's right. That's what you get. Mm. Right. Right. <laughs> I never tasted it, though. So with this, this is going to be our first taste of the canned coffee blend beverage, yes. Emerald Mountain. Yes. So I I should have taken a sip while you were talking. Go ahead. <laughs> now, I'm usually not a cold coffee drinker. Mm. Um, but I got to say, like, um, mm. it's pretty good. Yeah. It's not just straight up black coffee. No, no, no. There's cream and sugar in there for sure. But right. but it's not like it's not it's not really strong sugar. Like a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just enough to make it palatable. Yeah. Um the coffee is a little mm, It's a little bit bitter, mm. but I don't know if that's really bitterness from like the actual coffee or from the can i think I it's the actual it's coffee tinned, you know yeah it's it's kind of hard to tell but but it is good it right. is good for a canned coffee right truly. so yeah i give this a thumbs up yeah absolutely yeah so if you can get your hands on some emerald mountain coffee blend yeah this is how much this is how much you're gonna know this is 
this is the way to see, to tell if you're drinking the right thing. Okay. It's a blue can. Yes. And it has a mech on it. A mech? Nothing about this can says coffee. Huh. At all. Okay. Well, that I can see. Or you know, or or not not in English. It, it may be it may be it may say coffee in Japanese on the Where's yeah the yeah I think so. The mech is right here. Boom! Holy crap! I yes. never noticed that. Yes, he has two antenna and everything. He's teal and dark blue and red, and he's gonna destroy something. It's RX seventy five gun tank driven by Hayato Kobayashi. How did I not notice this the entire time? <laughs> It's like, because you know what? When I hold this little can, I look like Andre the Giant. This is If you've true. never seen Andre oh, the Giant man. holding a regular size can, Google that image because this is what I look like holding this tiny can of Emerald Mountain Blend. Oh, oh trust. We're going to take a picture. We're going to post that. It's yeah. Okay. It's, um, it, it's, it's the tiniest can. It's a teeny tiny can. It is can. such a baby can. So that's one drink. Yes. There. Okay. Yes. So that, that comes highly recommended. All right. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really liking that, actually. Our second one, we caught this one just on the cusp of hitting that magical expiration date. This is something that, you know, we, we, we've sat on for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Holiday Limited Edition Blend. <laughs> Iced Espresso Starbucks. It's damn near Easter, y'all. Peppermint Mocha. <laughs> just for reference. Just for reference. Um, so, yeah, Peppermint Mocha. Mm-hmm. Now, you're you're a uh, an Iced Espresso drinker from Starbucks. I'm usually... Uh, um, a Pike Place black sort of guy. Mm-hmm. But I want to know how this measures up to your es- espresso uh, experience that you have there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I think it just needs to be shaken up a little bit more, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We're going to shake it. Because I'm just getting, I'm getting a lot of cream. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that cream is called the creeping expiration. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, that's a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one downside to it for me, at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, if if it tastes like the um, the peppermint has a very synthetic taste to it. Yeah. Which is odd because peppermint is probably one of the easiest flavors to uh, to replicate in right. a drink. Right. It's true. Like even the uh, the actual like I, I have had something like this from Starbucks before mm-hmm. with a peppermint flavor mm-hmm. and it tastes like just peppermint yeah but this is uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that it, I guess because it's like I don't know like uh, I, I think there's something to be said for like a, a fresh Starbucks drink that was just made yeah um, as opposed to a bottled drink that was made long ago <laughs> since Christmas yes yeah, even before that <laughs> so yeah, it's just like uh yeah, the peppermint the peppermint flavor is not very strong at all. The 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 sweetness is definitely there. It's definitely sweet. Um it's not cloyingly sweet, but uh, it's 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 you taste the sweetness more than the mint. And to me, that's kind of a letdown because I really really love peppermint and chocolate together. That's just a beautiful magical combination. And um, it's kind of hard to mess up. Um, I'm not even necessarily saying that Starbucks really messed it up. I'm just saying that maybe, maybe this should just be, you know, had as a fresh drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. And it's funny because it's fresh out the fridge <laughs> and it doesn't taste cold. Yeah. Like it yeah. It warms up fast. Like, like immediately. If, yeah. Like room temperature. Really, we've only had this out for maybe 
12 minutes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to say about that. I but, don't know, man. But I mean, it's in, if, in a pinch. If you really are in a massive pinch and yeah. you can't get anything else and this is sitting in like a gas station cooler or something, <laughs> go ahead and get it on. Cause I was going to say, if you need like a quick mid-afternoon pick-me-up or something at work or something Yeah, well, like that. no, if that's the case, go to Starbucks for real and get the thing, <laughs> get the real thing. Don't get the bottle version if you can if you can avoid it. But um, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. I can understand why it's limited. Yeah. Oh, we got a we got a late breaking uh, addition mm. to the uh, the back of the cupboard snacks mm. from Carlin. Oh, Carlin underscore Darlin on Twitter. Mm, I love it. <laughs> Quarantine and oral surgery got me into everything soft. I thought would never leave my fridge. The unopened jar of lemon curd, Ooh. the single snack pack fruit cocktail I can't source, etc. <laughs> can't wait till I'm healed up enough to get back to all the cracker nuts I grabbed last month. <laughs> And she's got all these different nuts. She's got like hot and spicy cracker nuts, Ooh. adobo cracker nuts. Oh, wow. And she's all about them cracker nuts, man. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, shout out to Kyle. Dang, yeah, we hope you heal up fast. Yeah, really. yeah. So, yeah, I know yeah. how rough it is to get your, your, your molars Whoa. removed. Like, there's no right time in your life to get them taken out. Nope. Because I remember, man, like, it was just... Yeah, it was a journey. It's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you'll never heal from it, but you do eventually. You exactly. Know. Yeah. But for like a week solid, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get real tired of mushy food right. and you get real tired of being in pain. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, you yeah. know, getting old. That's what happens. That's right. Speaking of getting old, this quarantine, y'all. Uh, happy quarantine to everybody. I hope yes. everyone's doing as well as can be hoped for. Yes. Thank you for listening to this mini episode. We are always glad to hear back from you. So if you have any suggestions of any snack topics or any snack stories or snack tales that you have on your end, feel free to hit us up at Lex and Matt on all the social medias, LexandMattPod.com for all that good stuff. And I'm Mighty Ink Matt on Twitter so Mighty Ink Matt I just mm-hmm. want to say that out you know so folks can understand Mighty I-N-K I-N-K that's yes. what, thank you see this is why yes you're awesome yeah alright folks I'm Matt Peters and I'm Deep Peters thanks for listening deuces <laughs>